One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Word the fuck up. This is 76 again. Uh, doing the intro two weeks in a row. How do you like them oranges? Um, reason being, uh, Chris and Stu, frankly. Uh, Chris forgot to do the intros again. Um, Stu called him and gave him a huge bollocking down the phone. Um, he called him a buffoon, as far as I'm aware, and language less strong as well. That was the worst word I could think of that he called him. Um, but also he threatened to pull his hair um, slap the back of his legs and give him a, a Chinese burn, um, which isn't racist, as we know. Um, anyway, this week we have Dan P. Carter, um, who, interestingly, is... Don't know what he does. Um, I'll Wikipedia that another time. Um, or get someone to tell me at some point. Um, but his top five is really interesting. Reason being, it is well, it was going to be the top five conspiracy theories... But as Chris fucking knows, that's my shit. So me, Chris, Tom, and if I decide, maybe one other person, um, are going to do a quote-unquote, not my words, Chris's words, tinfoil twats episode, where we do our top five conspiracy theories. Because we all know the conspiracy theories are true. Anyway, with that said, here's part one of the podcast. Enjoy. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Stuart, Stuart Roy Riffin. Hello. Hiya, mate. How you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. Yeah. We 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 was tired yesterday, weren't we? We we done that, that oh, little Patreon podcast and about that. we had a it was the wrong thing to do. We we done um, top five things that people really like that you hate. Yeah. Just a mention of the word Clarkson just sent me off. I just oh. fucking lost my shit, didn't I? We, well, we were both a little bit hungover, weren't we? A yeah. bit jaded with life, a bit sick of life on yeah. a Sunday. And um, it just ended up being a screaming match. Yeah. So by the time we release this, yeah. probably we've probably got no more listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they're they're too miserable pricks, aren't they? Um, yeah. So apart from you're recovered now, then yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I'm feeling being. radiant and glowing, mate. I'm I'm ready to go. And oh. so we're 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 back in. Uh, we spent a lot of time recording at the Oxton Square Bar lately, haven't yes. we? And so it's nice to to be back in the within. Yeah. And uh, with a, a fellow Essex lad this evening. So, um, just ventured up the road. So, should we just get straight on with it and introduce Introduce, introduce away. Um, it's, it's Daniel P. Carter. Hello. Go hey, on. mate. I don't feel like I can actually say that I am an Essex geezer you, either. You weren't born in Essex, was you? No. No. Reading. Yeah. Reading. But you, you, you live in, like, posh Essex now, don't you? Well, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't think I live in the posh bit. Do you not? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's where we dream to escape to, Dan. We're like, oh, we've all got where pictures of it. Drinks tea with their finger out. Like <laughs> yeah. That. My, my observation of um of Leites, they're called. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is that a lot of men? Um. I don't expect you to be one of these, Dan. <laughs> um. I hope not. Wear wear flip flops with a toe ring. Uh, with a toe ring yeah. yeah wow watch out for those mate it's coming it's coming it's coming, it's coming. It's watch out for those they're tricky for you now mate you'd be having a cinnamon That's latte thing mate what's happening to my feet you'd be, like, you'd be yeah. hanging out with some people make some friends down there it'll come out to summer you'll be having a beer down the water boat Peter boat. Peter boat. Peter boat. That's it. And then they'll, they'll shove up. They'll show up with a toe ring, and you'll be like, "Fucking hell, that's disgusting." <laughs> what with like a with a with a rock in it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, something a little bit Celtic. No. Like... <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> wow. We've um, we started speaking about doing this a few weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, and you hit us up with what your top five was well the thing is because I couldn't think of anything and, and then like I looked at all the other stuff you've had and I was like oh that's wicked and yeah that's funny and that blah 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 and I couldn't think of anything literally couldn't think yeah. of anything that, that I could sit and talk about for potentially an hour yeah or longer yeah <laughs> depending on how this goes <laughs> but yeah so I couldn't think of anything and um but uh I <laughs> As all my mates know, I like a good sort of... Uh, I read a bunch of books that are, might get classed as conspiracy theory type stuff. Right. Yeah. But, um, like, just a bit tinfoil hat. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and I've been reading this series of books recently uh, by a guy called Peter Lavender. And they're called... The, I was sold on it straight away because the title of the books are Sinister Forces, A Grimoire of American Political Witchcraft. Yeah, that's I was like, sold. Oh, so, definitely. But it's three books, and it's but and it and uh and it's just total mind melting, just mind blowing stuff. And it's um and he's an incredible researcher. And it's not just it's not literally a guy sat in his basement wearing like a tinfoil balaclava yeah. making yeah. stuff up. It's it's all super well researched and cross referenced and and it's bonkers. Like some of the stuff is just mind blowing. We, 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 sort of we, we have said for since day one, yeah. we will do conspiracy theories because yeah. yeah. we're both a bit crackers for them. Yeah, and, I love it. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And so when you said you literally did text me and say like, I'm going to get my tin file out on uh, for this top five, and I just thought, mate, that's fucking some great. of us, some of me and our other friends want to do a podcast called Tin Foil Twats. Where we, basically, <laughs> where, where we basically smoke a doobie and then uh, and then we just start talking conspiracy theories and just see where that goes. Basically. That's a rabbit hole, right? Yeah, there, exactly. <laughs> well, this that's the thing, though. I did because I thought about that initially and was like top five conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. But for us, I mean, this one, this is kind of the same thing, I guess. And and it's um, they're not very funny. They start off funny, but then the more you read about it and the deeper you get on the rabbit hole, you actually go, that's just piss misery crazy yeah. dark like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah just horrible horrible mm. stuff and the other thing is if you do top five conspiracy theories you're in you come across as a, a maniac and, <laughs> and you're guaranteed to really upset people and and just people will end up hating you yeah i think okay so i decided yeah. against that right so uh but it still kind of ties in because a lot of this stuff is is in these books i've been reading and i mean to be fair it's not just these this three books 
I've got a, ma a massive bookcase just full of weird stuff like that. Um, just because I find it fascinating. But yeah, so I decided to do um, top five like government projects that sound like something from a science fiction film and sound made up, but they're actually not. Definitely the longest title we've ever had. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. There might not be any, any image on, on our uh, podcast yep. cover for that one. It might just be the title of it. <laughs> um, and we, we, we might not post it because we might all get shut down and killed yep, for discussing it. this crazy that's shit. Um, but Dan, no, this is, this is an absolute cool cut. And so when you drilled it down to that, I went, and went, went away and went, right, okay. See, that's the CIA, let's have a look. And then I was like, oh, wow. Because there's a lot that I knew about, hmm. but I've never had a overly special interest in the CIA and so mm. I started digging it around after you and then I'm like wow they did that <laughs> it's just that is bananas yeah but like you say it's you're now of... being watched as well because as soon as you start googling all that <laughs> yeah, stuff, that's, that's it, it instantly yeah. you're on the list I always put it under my other my other alias on, uh, <laughs> no. on... <laughs> but um oh I've seen yeah. that I'll drive that car <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, uh, they picked it up yesterday in a plastic bag I think everything's fine got nothing to worry about but you do but the other thing about any, any of this stuff is I've got mates who anytime i even remotely talk about anything beyond the vow that isn't about what they can see and touch now yeah they do not want to hear any of it and anything where they they're like oh no the gov governments don't do that and of you're course, like yeah oh mate i mean it must be nice to to have that level of ignorance but because what you're saying is what's this chap who's wrote these books called uh, a guy called peter lavender He's like you say. He's, he's he's thoroughly researched it, and you can't avoid some of the facts and the evidence that are there to say no. This happened, and yeah. as time goes on, they end up just going no. Yeah, I mean that's that's a thing. No, no, that, we did that. Here's the evidence that it happened. Yeah, and yeah, it happened yeah. so long ago that everyone's like, well, nothing can be done now anyway. No one cares. Well, it's not even that long ago, really. When I was going to say when were they written? Well, oh, what the books? Yeah, uh, they're fairly recent, I think. Okay, are all but, five um, of yours drawn from these books? No, no, no. Well, I guess so, but I mean, they're all just things that are touched on in that. But mm. they're all things that most people probably know and they like know about yeah. or have heard about because it's it's everywhere now. It's all in popular culture. You know, it's funny that all this stuff now has come through, and you only need to look at something like Stranger Things, mm -hmm. which is like you know a total phenomenon, and and everyone goes, well, yeah, that's a really good story, but it's actually based yeah. on real stuff. Mm. Like, and it sounds crazy. But there were actually projects mm. where, where basically kids were locked away and experimented on to, to develop weird, weird yeah. things, abilities. Yeah. Which sounds, instantly sounds like I'm high. Mm. But Are you high, Dan? Not, I am not currently high. <laughs> Do you want to get high? <laughs> currently not high. But, um, but yeah. So it's, is, is that going to be one of your top five, basically? Yeah. Cracking. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking so forward to discussing that one. Yeah. Are, they, are they in order, like from five to one, of in like the most fucking mental? Well, I, I sort of started to do that, but then I thought that because a lot of them are all are all connected, so I then thought I got to do them in a timeline. But then I just kind of lost track of it, and so it might be a bit of a shambles. <laughs> Brilliant. But, you're, in, you're, you're in good company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to hardcore listening. Yeah. You, you understand the full, you understand the format perfectly. <laughs> Those um, books are worth reading, though, if yeah. you literally want to, like, blow your mind. That guy's amazing. He's the guy... Um, so, have you seen all the stuff that Tom DeLonge's been coming out with? Yeah. Right, obviously, did you see him when he was on Rogan? Yeah. And he just tore him apart. Which yeah. I've not so, seen this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rogan weird. tore him apart? Yeah, and it's, it's bang it out did, of order. It, then, it, yeah. and then but a, Rogan loves that shit. But then a week later, because basically Tom... 
kept going, well, I can't really talk about that. So he was going, well, all right, so you're telling us all this stuff, but you can't talk yeah, about can't, this yeah, yeah. and you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And then a week later, that's when they started announcing all the, the To The Stars Academy stuff that he set up, which is crazy. But this guy that wrote those books, Peter Lavender, is, is one of the... Um, advisors to Tom DeLonge on, 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 on the stuff to do with the occult. Really? The occult, man, is really terrifying. That's part of some of the dark that stuff. But that's why I wore it today, because <laughs> I went all Illuminati on us, basically. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is terrifying. Cause, cause well, I, it is and it isn't. It depends what, 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 what bits you get parts into. of the occult you're bloody reading but, about. Yeah. But at least with the books and stuff, because I can fall foul of getting lost on a YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, I love that, though. That's the best. Yeah. I mean, in fact, like, I've... Pissed days away doing that. Oh mm. yeah, but at least you've got you get some books as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a slippery slope, though, isn't it? Like recently, because yeah. of because of like different podcasts that I listen to, like a bunch of different ones that are all this kind of stuff and to do with the occult and esoteric stuff and and magic and like conspiracy theory and all that sort of stuff. Um, like I then end up just like looking it all up to try and sort of check where they're, where they're getting their stuff from. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I fell down a full Antarctica rabbit hole the other day, which is <laughs> crazy. So is it... Because obviously, you know, I think it's pretty well understood that, you know, your presidents and that are being controlled by things way above that. Yeah, um, I mean, no, you, you, like, the deep state is a thing. Everyone's yeah, aware of that now, yeah. right? I guess that, that the power by, behind... So you're... Going down rabbit holes, like, just wanting to know all about it. Like us. a terrier. And, like, yeah. Um, for what purpose? Just curiosity? Or, you know, because do you think that if you wanted to do something about it, you could? No. Exactly. No. Well, that's the whole... Like, I mean, that's this is a whole, whole other discussion. Yeah. Like, everything that's going on in the US at the moment with gun control. Yeah. Mm. And, and people, you know, going, that's, you know... It's my second. It's, it's Second Amendment, isn't it? I don't really know. Yeah. It's my Second Amendment rights to be able to bear arms yeah. to protect myself against yeah. my government. It's like, what are you even thinking? Mm. What? Even if you're allowed to have uh, an assault rifle or a bump stock, that doesn't make any difference. Mm. No. You, you can have a tank, and it's still not going to save you mm. because if someone decides that we're going to get rid of these people here, they'll just fly a drone over them and that's yeah. it. Boom, yeah. you vaporise yeah. What are you even on about? Totally, or they'll do it much more sneakily with politics anyway. Or some of the stuff we're about to talk oh. about. Okay, all right, let's get cracking. Should we get in. going? Yeah, coming in. Right, fire one out of stand. Uh, okay, so the, I think the, the, the obvious one to start with for me was this thing called Operation Paperclip, which I think okay. most people know right. about, maybe. I don't know. Because there's, there's so much stuff in, in, like I said, in popular culture about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I haven't seen them. I know about Paperclip. But yeah. is there a documentary or movie based on it? I, I would have thought A mate so. of mine yeah. went on a rant about it once. See, so I don't know I anything, so can right, you give me right, a All right, so, so Operation Paperclip was, what happened was, after the Second World War, um, when they started doing the Nuremberg Trials... Um, obviously all the, the Nazis and, and war criminals same thing I'm not distinguishing before mm-hmm. we even get off the nasty Nazis and the nice Nazis no what I'm saying is right so all those people that were being tried um, a load of people from different governments but Paperclip was an American thing um, which it was initially called uh, Operation Overcast and they just went can we have that one that one that one that one, don't kill him because he's really good with rockets and uh, he invented the V2 rocket. So we'll have him because we're going to be in a space race quite soon with 
the Russians. So we'll have him, we'll have his entire team of engineers, we'll have this person here. And and they basically sort of cherry picked all the all the Nazis that they wanted and then they brought them over to the US with their families and then set them up. Initially they were just on military bases and then by like 1952, so like a few years later, a lot of them had US citizenship and, and started ascending in, in corporations and, and companies. And Fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, these, these, weren't, these weren't people that were going, oh, yeah, I wasn't really into the whole Nazi thing. I was just doing it because I like, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I wasn't into that side of it, but I just like making rockets. It was like, no, these were people that signed up to be part of the Nazi party. Mm. Yeah, and you could, you know, I'm sure. Well, loads of them actually said, "Well, I, I did that because I knew that it was in my own interest to do it. Otherwise, I would have been sent to a camp, for yeah. example." But, um, but yeah, it's bonkers, man. And that there is, yeah, they just cherry picked everybody. But, um, but yeah, all the other countries did it as well because they they took all their research they took the people themselves and they then carried on with projects that they were working on there and it's just that in itself is is crazy yeah because it because it's like no matter what their crime was they'll still accept them and still use them so all the clever nazis the smarties they were like getting, <laughs> they were getting, oh my god <laughs> they were getting like cherry picked yeah it's like well but they have done all these terrible things it's like well look we're gonna sort well, of give them a yeah they were, they were all like well he wasn't really mm. doing bad stuff so and it's like well yeah it is yeah. like loads of them were called out after they'd been working on yeah, stuff yeah, in the US yeah. for years I, 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 get, I, I imagine governments like like in the CIA and whatnot they'll say well look what's what we really need to get if we have them we can prevent other evils happening yeah so it becomes these varying shades shades of grey but at the same time I mean you were talking about Nazis these are the sort of plots in science fiction yeah Movies or computer games, yeah. exactly. And it's, it's, like, it's like hackers, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, they're not going to put them in prison. They're just going to bring them in and get them to work for yeah, you. Yeah, give them yeah. a job. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like straight off the bat, that sounds, yeah, like you said, it it sounds like fiction, but it, it wasn't. It was It'd it was a fact. Conceivable, wouldn't it? Like scientists, engineers, doctors, so much. There was like, I, there's one guy. Shouldn't even laugh about it. This is what I mean. This is yeah. like so dark. Yeah. There was a guy called um, Hubertus Strughold, who who was later known as the father of space medicine, and what he did was um, he worked on this thing called aviation medicine, and basically right. he was connected. So he was he had ties to experimentation, human experimentation that was going on at Dachau. Right. Where they were like, people were put in high pressure chambers where people were put into freezing water where yeah. operations were done on people without anesthetic to see like i mean it was just straight up sadism but they were going well if a pilot is to fall into into an ocean from a plane how long is a human body going to survive if he's wearing a flight jacket and that i don't know i was just just get a couple of people and put them in a, in a tank it's freezing the, it's water crazy. until they die yeah that honestly my, i used to think of this and just be like these people were just absolute. They were sadists. They were psychopaths. That yeah. they were doing this to human beings. The, oh, so, I'm sure the I saw idea a Japanese that they film about this. Yeah, you have men behind the sun. That's or people it. behind the sun. That's it. Yeah, in it the pressure chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, so yeah, that was like I was super into that whole <laughs> that yeah. world of like those 
in the eighties, like all video nasty. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was you'd a video to, nasty. Yeah, you'd be able to like get them from different like local video shops. Yep. But that I remember that was one. under the counter. See, that was about a thing called Unit Seven Three One, I believe. It. Yeah, yep. and they they actually that was the Japanese experimenting on the Chinese. And they were doing exactly the same stuff, yeah. and and the stuff that's in that film. I remember watching that. I saw it when I was a kid Did as well. They freeze the yeah. hand and the fingers. Yeah, come yeah, off yeah. The there's like a that. bit where they've got a woman in the stocks by a by that's a river it. in the snow, and they're just poor. This is a real bum out straight away for a podcast, <laughs> isn't it? Sorry, <laughs> strap in, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, and they were just tipping like water over her arms, like yeah. like like they were based in a turkey. Yeah, and uh, and then they. They did a thing where they just pulled like the skin off. The skin like, off. Oh, yeah. Come on, man, that's yeah. so bad. Yeah, but um, the pressure yeah. chamber was the one that's. As soon as you said that, I thought I've seen a film where yeah, they've done yeah, that. Yeah. So, I remember. Te- I remember having this conversation with a mate a while ago. We had a way for curry, and we were talking about all this different stuff. And then he brought up the thing about the. Do you know about this? There's that. It's probably an urban myth. I don't know, but the thing about the Soviet sleep experiment. Uh, where, no. where they put people in like a, a locked chamber and they um, kept them awake for days and days and days. Right, right. And then they finally opened it up and, and half of them are dead and somebody's just like, eating other people. It, like, Gone probably, bananas, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's probably like urban myth. But then we started talking about that as well. Yeah. And he went and looked it up and was bummed out for days. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy that that, that guy then like got moved to San Antonio in Texas and, and worked on on what was, yeah, like, became space medicine, which in itself sounds like something from... from if you're from the fa- father of space medicine, sounds like some George Clinton album from like 77. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That guy sounds like a right laugh. No. Yeah, just, <laughs> no. Yeah, like just Bootsy wearing a massive pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's dark. Do you know yeah. what I mean? This is, I, I do apologise now because this... It, it, it Mate, we've been wanting to do this. Don't get any cheery, have we? But yeah, yeah. so that, I mean, he was one person, but probably the most famous person was a guy called Werner von Braun that basically helped start NASA. And he invented the, the, um, the V2 rocket and he was brought over and like mainly his whole team. Because the, the bulk of the people that were brought over, I think there was a hundred and... Hang on, let me work it out. I actually wrote it down. I think there's six. Yeah, there was sixteen hundred scientists, technicians, doctors, and their family brought over. Sixteen hundred, and it, so it wasn't just like four. Yeah, like four or five. But Werner von Braun, he was the guy that that helped develop rockets essentially. But he he um another weird sort of see this is a thing about like rabbit holes and sidelines and things he was tied in with this guy um he was corresponding with who was an american guy called jack parsons and he's an amazing character i've got there's a couple of really good books about him like biographies of him one's called sex and rockets and the other one is called uh strange angel by a guy i think the guy's called george pendle but um he was this amazing character that um basically was obsessed with rockets so would uh <laughs> would just make like rocket fuel at home like trying to make it and then he'd go into the desert with his mate and just light fuses and and see if stuff blew up or, or went in into, right. the, into the sky like totally crazy right yeah. when you think about it really lawless but at the same time as as doing that he was also um he was an occultist and he 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 was the head of this thing called the agape lodge 
in Pasadena, which was. Um, but when is this though? Uh, this was like f he was head of the Garpe Lodge in forty two to forty five, I think. Oh, okay. Around like f early forties, yeah. mid forties, and um, no, forty two to forty three, I think. And he um, yeah. So he he the Agape Lodge was basically the uh, the lodge of Alistair Crowley's um, network in the U in California, in past. Oh, I start making weird noises. It's that you see a bloody. Chip shop chip. Yeah, I'll stick shop with those, mate. Yeah. Sorry, it's a joke one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so he so on the one hand, the guy was he he invented solid rocket fuel that enabled like man to get on the moon, and that's another word of a hole as well. But we'll yeah, just yeah. Yeah. he enabled man to get on the moon, <laughs> yeah. right? But um, and he's got a he's got a crater on the dark side of the moon named after him, which is wicked. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so he was. Inventing solid rocket fuel on the one hand, and then on the other hand, he was an occultist that did these things called the Babylon workings, where he was trying to summon, he was trying to summon an elemental woman that he was going to then impregnate and have a moon child, and the moon child was going to be the Antichrist that was going to bring about the end of the world, and he did those uh, these rituals in the desert with L. Ron Hubbard. No yeah, way. That, that was his, that, he was his scribe on all this stuff called the Babylon working. No. Which was this series of rituals that they did throughout uh, a course of a year, which was, that was 44 to 45. That's mind-boggling. Yeah, man. The guy who started but, Scientology, basically. Yeah. But it, this the weird thing. As soon as you start looking into all this stuff, yeah. it sounds so nuts. And you start seeing how Pretty so many... Together. This so many connections which is bizarre like and I mean that sounds crazy to go from talking about that and then on to Elron Hubbard to uh, to like Werner von Braun and, and being a, a Nazi that was brought over to yeah but there's legitimate to, connections isn't there yeah like uh -huh. yeah they were corresponding about mm. about this stuff so Jack Parsons set up JPL and JPL joined with Caltech which was the California Institute of Technology I think Sounds about right, right? Caltech. I'm just going to agree. Go with Sounds, it. Yeah. Just go with it. And, uh, and then that became NASA. So, oh, so many questions. One. <laughs> Are you on making the, it on, all up? On, on, yes. the, on the occult side, because that goes, I've seen some crazy stuff on that and where ex-CIA um, direct, um, directors have talked about the occult and it is like, well, this is, oh, we'll get into God, that. Like, amazing to so do that. Yeah. It's that is crazy. All, yeah. Um, so, but on the rockets, right? So, we're basically saying that these smartsies have come over to the USA and You're some of them, that, I am, I'm going to get that tattooed on my... Smart. No, no I'm not going to get that tattooed. No, no, no. It's <laughs> a bad, bad idea. That's one of my worst drunk ideas I'm ever going to have. Um, yeah, so they've, they helped create NASA and rockets and sending stuff into space. So probably... I mean, to be fair, I think, you know, that's to say that the Americans weren't doing it. Of course they were. Yeah. But... They were, you know, they they realised that the German Spent machine it of it had it was well more like way more advanced. Mm. Like, because then you can get into the whole. Oh man, there's so many things where you can go off in it. Do you know about all like the Nazi UFOs? That sounds no, crazy. No, no. Yeah, it's funny. They were obsessed with that, and they they were working towards like designing UFOs. It's mental. 
So, like proper is there, is, do, is there, do, You're shitting me. No, just Google it, man. It's amazing. <laughs> so, would you ever say there's an argument to say that they should have done it? P.S. I'm not mad. This no, is, no, I'm no, going no, to do disclaimers is. throughout the rest of the podcast yeah. now, going, I'm not crazy. So, America captured these, went, right, we're not going to kill them. They didn't them. even capture, well, I mean, they were captured, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. We're not going to kill them, we're going to put them to this use. And as a result, our technology is where it is today. Mm. Yeah. So, would you think there's ever an argument to say they did the right thing? Oof. I know it's a tough question. I'm, I put my, I'm going to put, I'm going to put my flag in and say, nah. My my opinion is you shouldn't do it because, well, ideally, idealistically, you shouldn't because it's not like as you said there, Dan. Like they were doing it. I don't think things like rocket, the rocket science, that it would have come along. It just might not have come along at the pace that they did with Germany. Yeah. And but then if they're sat there worrying about Russia. And other other areas, it, yeah. and they're like, well, if we don't do that, we're gonna lose the race. Yeah, who knows what will happen? You don't know yeah, where we'd what, be. What, yeah, we, what, would that even, what would that even mean, though? Realistically, yeah, like what would happen? So don't what? know. Don't know exactly. It could be. It could mean nothing. It could mean absolutely nothing. It could be. We could be in the same world that we are in today. Yeah. There might be a, a, another world where they say. The people who obviously were promoting doing this would probably be saying, no, listen, we can't let the Russians do it because X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and it's going to change it was... the face of the, the planet for the worst. They yeah, might be landing it... Nazi fucking UFOs at Southend Airport right, if they didn't do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nazi UFOs. 45 minutes to Amsterdam. Can't knock it. <laughs> Friday to Sunday. Get involved. <laughs> That is a godsend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go on to? Uh, Shall we go on to four? Before you go on to four, I don't Dan, even know what four is. I'll be honest. I'm going to flick through and choose one now. Oh. So, Dan, I, like, what what turned you on to this? Where did you first kind of? <laughs> because for me, I watched um, what's the documentary about? Et. I watched ET <laughs> that documentary, and it was the volleyball scene in Top Gun that just I was in. Like, no, it was. Um, uh, oh, what's the series of films called on Netflix? Oh fucking hell! What? what? You're not going to say Stranger Things because you're no, 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 the documentaries. Um, Zeitgeist. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh right. So yeah. That, that was no, my that was my kind of entry point. Maybe sort of five or six years ago. I've been into like I've been into this kind of stuff. Like I was going to UFO conventions at yeah. age like probably about fifteen. Oh really? Yeah. Like, I've been super interested in it. Like I'm obsessed with like the occult, the paranormal, and this kind of stuff, like yeah. UFOs and whatnot. I just find it fascinating, and and I've had. Uh, see, we need to be hammered to get into this conversation. But yeah, this stuff happened like when I was growing up, where I was like, okay, well, that was weird. And then that made me get like right. then start looking into stuff. So it wasn't like you watched X Files. No, we? but I did become obsessed with the X Files. Yeah. Course. Even to the yeah. point where I was collecting the trading cards, got a full set. Thanks, season one. Sick. <laughs> give us well, some example. Give us some examples. So let's give what what's free. No, you that? know, just like I don't know, like seeing ghosts, stuff like that. Right, really? right, right. Mm. No way. Look at you. You're like really and looking at no, me. Like, no, no, no. Listen, Dan, no. <laughs> and your bullshit detectors just no, going no, off, no, no, off the charts no, right this now. This Halloween, not at all. Not at all. It, this Halloween, she was trying to get me to a. Uh, he would not a, do it. A haunted house. And he was like, we take a Ouija board. And I was like, nah, mate. No, nah, you shouldn't do and, that. And, and he was like, here we go, thank you. Mate, fucking hell. That's exactly what's going on, man, didn't it? I don't fuck about with it. That's, that's another conversation. You watch Veronica? No. What's that? The Spanish horror film has just been released. It's the first time that the... 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Any Supernatural police? was used as evidence in court. And the policeman saw... Like it's it's on um, Netflix at the moment. Everyone is going. It's the, the scariest thing on Netflix at the moment. That's what pulled me in. I was like, I'll give it a look, and it's about a Ouija board. Uh, I mean, it's, it's quite scary. It's not that scary, no, no, no. but I've got a good book, but um, called Alistair Crowley and the Ouija Board, and he's basically saying that he is going. No, you shouldn't mess around with those because that's not. It's not what people say. It is it's not contacting spirits of right. people that have passed on. What's he say? It is or all sorts of other stuff, like other stuff. Dark shit. Yeah. Okay. See, this is another thing. It's ah, this is such a can of worms. This is going to be like twelve parts, right? So what I've got to do is cancel. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm worried it's going to be an hour. But do you know what I mean? It's like here's an interesting thing, right? So in recent UFO research, now people have started bandying around whole other concepts, and uh, like because obviously everyone was like. Oh, I believe in UFOs, and UFOs are aliens from another planet right. that have travelled this distance, yeah. right? But now, everyone's like, well, I think it, there's that. Then you've got people who are going, well, actually, UFOs are actually sort of trans-dimensional things that are moving between, like, universes, yeah. like, as in parallels rather than universes and uh, as a distance. distance yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you've got people then start using the word demonic, about stuff and you go well hang on a minute so now let's tie in like weird like you know something I did hear that one done me bad with the chip with the weird chip is that really it oh mate sorry it's not that um yeah about how like the idea of like ceremonial magic like proper old fashioned medieval grimoires like contacting spirits and entities is actually like maybe that's just the same thing now, but in we're looking at it through a different, through a modern lens. Yeah. Figures. Figures. 
Anyway, so we are inadvertently doing our first tinfoil twats podcast. Um, no, I, 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 there's everything like that. You were about to say something as well, Dan, where you said it's these bits, but other things you look into. So the other rabbit hole I get, I get lost down is like the financial systems and the yeah. fractional reserve banking and all the Rothschild shit, which we won't do today. But again, you start to look into that, and it is like. Oh my god, this is yeah. it's crazy. And there's evidence there. And yeah. then when I start talking to my mates about it, they're like, nah. And I'm like, no, no, this it's it's on record. It's just yeah. it history gets retold by other people now, so they well, don't yeah, talk about it. Exactly. And and the thing that's that's interesting about all of this stuff, all these were actual, you know, government funded projects yeah. within the US that mainly under the umbrella of the CIA, yeah. but the military as well, because they worked in tandem with a lot of them. But um, and it was all black budgets, and then I was curious to find out what if I could find anything about black budgets now. And only, when I started looking at uh, stuff online, the the thing that I could find was for the last one that I found was 2012, where the U.S. black budget, which is funding for secret projects like military projects, stuff that they can't talk about, all of, all of that was 52.8 billion dollars. Fucking hell! That's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah. They, they've got a lot of other things going on over there that they could sort out with that. Yeah, but it's yeah, but it's not just over there though, is it? It's not like we. I mean, we're talking about this because they're obviously those. These are all documented things that we can discuss because when a load of this stuff came up, basically what happened during Watergate, um, Richard Helms, who was the head of the CIA at the time, was just like burn everything, like literally just burn everything, and this is what number four I guess is it's not really number four because it's it's the biggest one but it's the one that's the sort of umbrella scheme for everything which is MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. yep but so they they destroyed all this um, all the records of all the stuff they were doing with all these different weird projects and um, but what what happened was um, a load of stuff had either I don't know if it was it had been misfiled or it was it was financial records about stuff, but it had detailed reports about what the actual finances were pertaining to. So there, there was twenty two thousand documents stored in a in a thing that had financial records. So when they were like, yeah, let's destroy all the stuff where where they find out about all the horrible shit we were doing mm-hmm. to people, get rid of that, and then someone's like, no, oh, no, <laughs> I forgot to burn all that stuff as well. <laughs> so this is how it all got out. Is like that's why it's all like on record. It was all heavily redacted. But as soon as like the Freedom of Information Act came about, people started going, "Yeah, can you tell us about this? What's this thing <laughs> called MK Ultra?" And um, that's the one that everyone knows about, I guess, or at least knows the name because it's in everything now. Mm-hmm. It's like as we said, like X Files and Fringe and Stranger Things, and even in like the Avengers stuff, like Shield. It's in that. Mm. It's stuff about it in um. Like Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. you know, Bucky mm-hmm. Barnes is is uh is basically yeah. been he was like tortured and programmed by like the Red Skull, wasn't he? Mm. But all that stuff, which sounds like I mean, it is like a great plot line for a movie. When the reason it keeps popping up in movies is because it was actually real and mm. it's, and it's yeah. absolutely bad. What was it? Shit. Denzel Washington? Was it Mancunian candidate? Was that <laughs> Mancunian? Was it, what was it? I can't remember. <gasps> Manchurian. Oh, Manchurian. There Not for go. Manchester. <laughs> hey, <All right>. Fucking. <laughs> fucking mad for it. <laughs> what was the code oh, word? Oh, wash your mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh dear. Oh, I've done it, I've done it again. That is up there. He's done. I've done it. That's wicked. The, the best one he ever done was we, we had. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to beat No, you're good, you're good. But well, that made me laugh. That's fucking brilliant. No, do it. Because we had um we had the, the, the comedian Brett Goldstein round and we was talking about lines in films and he mentioned sexy beast. <laughs> To which Chris went, do you know what? Probably the greatest performance by Ken Livingston ever. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, it was a great performance from Ken Livingston. <laughs> Thank you, you would agree with that. Yeah. I, I get confused. I do that all the time, man. I get confused. <laughs> you can laugh at that, Dan. It's just an amazing thing I do. Sorry, you were saying Mancunian yes. candidate. Manchurian <laughs> candidate. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this. Yeah. <laughs> so the way that um, MK Ultra came about, everyone's gonna be like, "That guy's a dickhead now, taking a piss." No, no. Um, that came about was because uh, obviously the Korean War was happening, and what was happening was there were US pilots that had been captured, and they'd they'd been allegedly brainwashed. So they were then sort of speaking out against what America was doing and. I mean, you could call it brainwashing. Or you could just yeah. go, mm, so I had to slap a reality. But, um, <laughs> so they said that they needed to develop something to work out that, A, how could we do this ourselves? Sorry, I'm going to burp. How could we prevent this from happening? Like, so that, we, can we develop something so that if our, if our people are captured, they can't be interrogated? Um, that, that, was the, that was the whole sort of premise for, for a lot of this stuff. But um, they started doing all the experiments. I think it were, I did get. I do know the facts, but my head's just done. I think they actually started it before it actually became officially MK Ultra because I think that was fifty three. No, uh, yeah, fifty seventy three. Okay. But that that would they actually started doing that a few months before the first pilots were turning up brainwashed. So they were already working on this stuff. So for them to say, oh, no, we did it so that this couldn't happen anymore. Yeah. It's like, no, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's bollocks. You were just doing it anyway. But that's, that's, the, that's the most crazy one and that, in a sense, that, and that's what everything else falls under. I heard that one. That's yeah. like a motorcycle pulling away. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I sit and do interviews with bands and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like an interview thing. Like it's, because I'm not nervous, but it always, my stomach always starts making noises. Maybe that's the only that's... time you're like personally aware of it. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. No, no it's not. It just happens yeah. then. Yeah. Weirdly. That's bizarre. Like there's been some weird interviews as well. Like, <laughs> where, I've been, where it's been like a real important heavy one with, with somebody in like a really big band and, I'd, and there'll be a moment of silence and it just sounds like I'm doing inward farts. <laughs> <laughs> Inside farts and outside farts. Maybe that's what it is. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, it's just crazy the stuff that was going on. Like there was a list of things that they, that they wanted to do. Um, I can, I actually wrote them down. They wanted to, so they wanted to develop this stuff that could stop people being brainwashed. That they could also then use as forms of interrogation. Um, but but it was way darker than that. I mean that just seems like well somebody's going to get captured and we don't want them giving the game away sounds like defensive measure doesn't it yeah no, but it wasn't no. like here's the list of, of some of the stuff that they were trying to do because they, they were not it wasn't just doing stuff to people they were trying to develop uh, like chemicals and whatnot that they could then apply to like test on people basically and develop so the stuff was um, 
substances which can promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public, which is pretty wow. real. Yeah. Substances which increase the efficiency of mentation and perception, so like making people smarter and more aware and better reaction times, I guess. Materials which cause the victim to age faster or slower in maturity. Alcohols which will... Uh, no, materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. This is getting people pissed quicker, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Fucking crazy. But it just gets worse and worse. Materials which will cause temporary or permanent brain damage and loss of memory. Uh, materials that will produce signs and symptoms of recognised diseases in a reversible way so that they've been used, used for malingering. It just goes on and on, like all this list of different stuff. But basically, some of the things that were happening, because there was 149 different sub-projects within MKUltra as number. So it wasn't all brainwashing, effectively. No, there was. it was just brutal, though, some of it. It was like testing. LSD was a big thing. They were just yeah. hammering people with LSD Yeah, that's constantly. what I read. Like the, the 77 days in a, in a row. Yeah, put, that was the, people on acid. And... That was in Kentucky, wasn't it? They, it was, that was people that that signed up willingly knowing what was going to happen, that they were going to have this drug tested on them. So they're like, oh, if you're down for it, we'll just give you 77 yeah. days of it. Consecutive days of, of just tripping constantly. You ain't coming back from that, are you? No. And just think about what acid was like back in the day. It was meant to have been so much stronger back then. But there's there's all these things that now tie in people that were part of that acid movement that they were somehow connected to this stuff. Maybe not nefariously, but they were associated with it. So people like Ken Kesey and uh, Timothy Leary might not have knowingly been involved with, right. with CIA projects, but because this was such a far-reaching thing and it happened in, it was 88 different like establishments. So it was like universities, hospitals, orphanages, prisons, military bases, everything, like asylums. And um, yeah, they were just doing crazy stuff, like just the sleep deprivation, sensory deprivation, uh, verbal and physical abuse, just all in conjunction with other stuff as well. So people would be like on mescaline or LSD or they're injecting people with heroin whilst mm. on whilst on other drugs and then be like firing like strobe lights at them for like three hours and stuff. And it's just like, what? In the name of research, but the people... <laughs> in the name of research. Do you know what I mean? Research. Like they're doing this shit thinking how they can get it, but they're forgetting that that's a person that they're doing that well, to. Yeah, exactly. At what point do you detach yourself from but thinking, then you've got, should I do this, you know? Yeah, but then you only need to look at what's come before it with paperclip, and that's that's mm. people that built a career off the back of human experimentation. So, and they, they, you know, those are connected. It's nuts. Yeah, it's dark. But um, yeah, it's well heavy. On, on the brainwashing that, that, stuff. That, that, that fucking freaked me then. Mm. Um, yes, yeah. that's that's, mm. that's pretty. Part fucking... of that sounded like an average weekend for you. <laughs> Do you know what? Some of that, I was <laughs> thinking. I was thinking that, in your heyday, mate. That was you Derek in, in nineteen eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Did you ever hear about you hear that conspiracy? I've never looked that far into. It was just one that I, someone briefly touched on. Was that Hitler was uh, spent some time in the UK, and there's evidence of him signing like a lodging agreement or whatever. And Blackpool. Um, yeah, is it Blackpool? And <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't remember where it is. Um, but like people suggesting that he was coming over here and getting. Um, you're still tickled by the fucking Mancunian cabinet, <laughs> yeah. aren't you? You're not gonna go. And he was over here getting brainwashed, basically, before he before he spent, you know, while he was studying over here, getting wow. prepped to do a lot of the things that he, he started to take on over in Germany. It's like, 
Bloody hell. As I, I say, I, 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 I haven't looked at it. It's worth yeah, it. Have a look at it. Now I'm spending my Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but yeah. the, the England-German bloodlines, uh, they run pretty heavy, yeah, don't they? Yeah, we'll, we'll look at our bloody... Royal family. Royal family, mate. <laughs> <laughs> was that your stomach or was that an impression? <laughs> we're all gonna this is our last episode. Yeah, I've got the edge too much. We'll all disappear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, it's crazy. MK Ultra is the one in it. It's the one that most yeah, people they were, know Yeah, they were trying to get people to like work out if they can make people defect against their will. Again, it's like it was the it was the Cold War, so it was the US against Russia, and they were doing all these messed up stuff. So <laughs> I did write a bunch of other stuff down that was like that blew my mind. I mean, to be fair, a lot of that stuff that so the project was meant to have finished in '73, but there's no way they stopped doing no. it. No, no way. Just got better at hiding it. Yeah, well, well, not even. Look at uh-huh. the stuff that's going on in like Guantanamo Bay. Look at the stuff that happened in Abu Ghraib. Hmm. Like the stuff that w- was happening then is is the, a lot of the stuff that they were doing then to break people's wills. Hmm. And the, we get into this other thing. There was this guy called uh, Cameron. What was his name? One sec. I think it's Donald. Let me double check. I don't want to get my names wrong, otherwise I look like I'm... <laughs> you'll like, you'll come into my territory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it's James Cameron. <laughs> Yeah, he invented these giant blue people that you could uh, go inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, Donald Cameron. So he was a psychiatrist. He was um, he was part of the psychiatric team that was assessing people at the Nuremberg trials. So that ties in with that. But he invented this thing called psychic driving, which was meant to be treatment. I can't, I can't help but laugh about it because it's just so crazy. <laughs> It was meant to be treatment for people with with schizophrenia, and what they were gonna, what they wanted to do was basically go. Well, this person has these uh, mental health issues, so what we're gonna do is just wipe the slate clean, and then start again. Bloody hell! And but then that, and then off the back of that, that's a load of these other MK Ultra projects were basically like if you put this like partition in a hard drive. Do you know what I mean? Literally zero them. Yeah, yeah, that's what they wanted to do. But so this thing, psychic driving, that he did was again, it was testing with um, LSD, which seems to keep popping up. Um, but they they developed this thing where it was giving they were giving uh, psychotropic drugs, doing electroshock therapy between thirty and forty times stronger than the normal like shocks, and um, and then they would put people into uh, like a medically induced coma, coma yeah. and that, and whilst they were in the coma, they would play tape loops of noise, and and just statements and commands. So That's like so fucking, which sounds scary, like so yeah. yeah, it's like proper um clockwork orange. It's clockwork orange makes yeah. requiem for a dream, isn't it? Like but, yeah. makes Flash Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 go Flash Gold. Do you know what I mean? It was like that's. Again, this is the mm. whole thing. Is mm. this sounds so bonkers, but mm. that was, you know, this is documented because he became like the head of the uh, psychiatric association in the US after this. I think something like that. I don't know. He was doing that in um in uh, Montreal and Canada because they then started realizing that if they kept testing on people in the US, then they they could probably get in a bit of trouble. <laughs> so we're going to do it on the Canadians instead. Probably move around. Yeah, but <laughs> the people that were going in for like um. Like if you had anxiety 
or was had stress, like women that had postnatal depression, they were like, oh, you, yeah, come in here, I'll sort you out. And then they, they would just blast them with drugs and electricity. And white noise. And, yeah. And statements. And, um, mm-hmm. and just try and literally, like, zero it like a hard drive, zero their mind, and then try and reprogram, reprogram it. Reprogram it. But actually what it only did was make people piss themselves and, and uh, forget how to talk. That's yeah. so fucking horrible. But that yeah, is. so the and the whole point of this and going back to the Mancunian candidate was sorry <laughs> was that that the Manchurian candidate was 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 fiction, but the st- story was that um they it was it was taking somebody and and partitioning his mind like a hard drive yeah. and having a separate program running in the background so that when he saw a trigger or he heard a like a trigger word, I think it was his was like a playing card, like the Queen of Hearts or something. And then he would go and like do something like assassinate someone, mm. but have no recollection of it whatsoever. So that was that was part of what yeah. all this was about. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted like, to create like assassins and plant triggers in them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. But the weird thing was, you know, there are people now that have because it was such a wide-reaching thing. And it, it was going on at all these different places for like years in the US and, and, and abroad. Um, loads of people have started coming forward and, and suing the government. But there's also interesting stuff like, um, which I didn't actually know about until I watched on Netflix, was when I watched that um, Manhunt Unabomber. Have you seen that? Yeah, I haven't seen that Just yet. finished it. It was wicked, right? The one with um, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. English actor. Um, Bettany. Uh, yeah, yeah, Paul Bettany. Fucking amazing. Brilliant. So that's about a, the Unabomber who was um, hyper intelligent, mm. right? Like genius level of intelligence. And he was making, what was it like 20 years? 15, 20 yeah, years? Yeah. He was making pipe bombs and sending them to uh, universities. He sent one to a, like a computer shop, yeah. didn't he? He was like totally Luddite. He basically was saying that technology was destroying humanity and. Uh, Complete broken genius. Mm. Yeah. Right. But. Did you notice that the bit in it about when he broke was when he was stu- when he was at Stanford? Um, there's a thing called SRI, which is part of Stanford University, which is like Oxford and Cambridge, isn't it? It's right. like the top end. Yeah. Like, so he went to Stanford when he was like 14, mm-hmm. I think, and he was a, a, a mathematical genius. So he was studying like this super super high end university stuff, uh, really young. Um, but he became a, a bit obsessed with one of his teachers That's right. who, who like was quite a charming guy and was pre- heaping all this praise on him. And he was like, oh, I've started doing these uh, special tests and they, they basically did all these uh, like profiling and they whittled it down until there were right. like eight to ten people out of all the people within that year. Yeah. And he was one of the people. And that, is, that was part of MKUltra. So what they did was they, they sat him down, and again, you know, that was totally clockwork orange. They sat him down with like a heart monitor and a, and a, uh, like, like a polygraph, you know, mm. one of the things yeah. does the, the wiggly lines. And, um, and they were just telling him that he'd been speaking to his mother yeah. and his mother was totally ashamed of him and he was worthless and a piece of shit and like, he was crying. And he just kept doing that to him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. It was over a long period of time and broke him. And and that was actually part. That's the uh, an acknowledged part of, M- of, of the MK Ultra experiments that were to do with SRI. And then he became the Unabomber. And it's like, well, 
That's you weird. created the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a link there. Yeah, and um, but another person that um apparently was involved in it was Sahan Sahan, the guy that tried to shoot well or uh, shot um, <laughs> watch for words, the guy that shot um Bobby Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that guy Sahan Sahan. He he uh, allegedly. He, when he when they tackled him, he had no recollection of what he was doing because he was, he was shot in like a hotel. Was it in the kitchen or yeah. the foyer downstairs? Well, so you're suggesting that he got told the trigger. Apparently, he was he was a part of that thing. Fucking there's, hell. there's evidence allegedly that he was part of it, and um, so his whole thing was like, oh, I saw, there was the woman in the polka dot dress. That's the thing. If you've looked at, if you look into that, he kept he kept on saying about this woman that was in a polka dot dress, and that might have been like, like the, tri- the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. But, yeah, but there's there's a bunch of that, you know. But you, but that, you still get all of that in in in, in neurolinguistic programming. Mm-hmm. It's all on yeah, them totally. triggers and 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 them them like kind of yeah. you know when you see the you know you see Blair Devin standing Brown, there like that. Yeah, he's got yeah, his yeah. little like he's got yeah. his little point and like it's fucking yeah yeah scary. So we've talked about some dark ones. Obviously. <laughs> they don't get any better. I've got them a jibble. Oh, and then there was the one where everyone got a free puppy. I've got uh, I've got I've got close close to that. Do you want to hear a cheery CIA? You story? got one. I've got one that's kind of strange and yeah, funny. It's got a bit dark, isn't it? It's not dark. It's not that dark. No. I'm no, not gonna say that and then say something really dark. Right. Um Spy Cats. Spy Cats. Spy Cats. Yeah, I'm not talking about some like 2008 movie. No, there was an episode it's of CGI. Shooting Stars where uh, Vic and Bob done uh, cats in their bomber jackets. That was pretty cool. <laughs> no. So uh, this is one I come across. Uh, the CIA. And this is this is like, again. This isn't is this real. This is legit. Cats nah, getting. I can't know. Cats getting um, rigged up. The CIA thought during the Cold War. But well, why why have humans spy on people when cats can do it? Just <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do anyway. Yeah, to be fair, exactly. Just, just sneak, sneak around. Sneak around. They were they 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 basically quite a lot of money was put aside. I can't remember the figures, but you can look into it. And basically, they were installing inside the ear canal a mic, and then they were putting a, a, the antenna. They were installing <laughs> down the back, the, back, the back of the cat. It wasn't in the tail, <laughs> but that would have been genius. <laughs> With a big satellite dish, yeah. No, I'm picturing just... them that they can't move their legs and they're being remote controlled. <laughs> just like... on, a skate- on a skateboard. Uh, and basically, just an Atari controller. Um, uh, and they had a little battery pack installed in Fuck as well. Off. I'm, not joking. Joking. I'm not joking. This is like bomb dogs. Not from, uh, <laughs> yeah. bra- not brass, it could have been a bomb. <laughs> yeah, was that the day to day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so basically they did all this, but um, uh, and they was done. They they were rele- they released a bunch of these cats, or were intending to release a bunch of these cats uh, into what, what, into Moscow. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, their assumption was, if they let, let us release them near the like the like the areas of Moscow where, where the government's working, there, the cats would end up slinking in and listening to conversations. So they thought it was worth a try, but literally one of the first cats they released got hit by a car. <laughs> 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 oh, so, so yeah, so like that was one I read, and there's another one. Um, if we're on the, on the subject, s- why would they think that that's going to work though? Cats are just going to sit around licking their ass all day. Yeah, I mean, I who wouldn't? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got, you got all that free time. <laughs> but well, um, what are you yeah. doing today? I, well, I 
can't imagine like security forces would be like, oh, is that a cat? I'll just let him come in. Get, get it a saucer milk and let it just sit in this <laughs> yeah. in this meeting. Room. I don't know though. I think I would. I'm, <laughs> yeah. All, yeah, I'm all about that. I love cats. <laughs> come on, mate. Well. Here we come. What's that antenna? I don't know. What's that satellite yeah. on your back? Can you change yeah. my batteries? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I've got I've got another one about pigeons. But shall we? Are all yours animal based? Sometimes. Right. You know the one about the dolphins taking it dark again. No, no, okay, go on then. No, I haven't even heard they this one. Tra- yeah, they train dolphins to like find mines, like you know, like oh, uh, shit. for submarines and stuff. Mm. What, like literally yeah, yeah, kamikaze yeah. dolphins that yeah. blow themselves up finding yeah. mines? Yeah, and then the other thing allegedly was they developed this thing. It's <laughs> horrible. It was like a, a high pressure thing that would fit on a dolphin's nose, <laughs> like a like a giant syringe. All right, and um. They would swim around, and if they found uh, divers like esp- like, es- yeah, like yeah. you know like spies yeah. trying to get into somewhere, they'd swim up and, and jab them with this thing on the end of their nose, which would just like let off a burst of air and blow them up. Whoa, cool! That's some James James Bond <laughs> shit. Cheers, that is pure James Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right. I, I, might make I think I think we should pause there yeah. on the anim- animal uh, animal gonna, facts. Gonna and call, if, um, we're going to call Dan a cat. And, uh, he's broken yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you bummed me out now. I'm off. <laughs> um, and maybe I'll give you the pigeon. The spy, right. the spy pigeon after. <laughs> Can you just wait till Dan's done another two and then <laughs> yeah, try and okay. bring us back up again? Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thanks, Dan, anyway, so far, man. Brilliant. We'll catch you guys in a bit. Well, that was interesting. I really enjoyed the bit about the stuff. Anyway, it turns out that Dan, um, born 16th of November 1972, is a British musician um, and radio DJ, um, currently the singer and guitarist for hardcore punk band Hexes, uh, bassist for A, uh, guitarist for metal group Crocodile, and... uh, alternative rock band the bloodhound gang um and also he currently hosts bbc radio one's rock show uh which i already knew that was already part of uh my knowledge um but as we know dan's uh top five was quite interesting it was the top, top five, five like, like government projects that, that sound like, like something from, from a science fiction film and sound made, made up, up but they're actually not, not. And with that, I hope you stay tuned for part two, you mother... It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.